introducing yourself in a business setting in Mexico. John here. Hola, I'm Laura. In this lesson, you'll learn about the formal imperative in a business setting. The conversation takes place at an office. It's between Alan Brown and Alejandra Soto. The speakers are employees from different branches. Therefore, they will speak formal Spanish. Okay, let's listen to the conversation. Pase, por favor. Buenos días. Buen día, licenciada Soto. Soy Alan Brown de la División de Los Ángeles. Gusto en conocerlo. Tome asiento, por favor. Gracias. Vengo a representar a mi división en la junta de mañana. Bienvenido. Le enviaré los detalles por correo. Me parece perfecto. Listen to the conversation one time slowly. Pase, por favor. Buenos días. Buen día, licenciada Soto. Soy Alan Brown de la División de Los Ángeles. Gusto en conocerlo. Tome asiento, por favor. Gracias. Vengo a representar a mi división en la junta de mañana. Bienvenido. Le enviaré los detalles por correo. Me parece perfecto. Listen to the conversation with the English translation. Pase, por favor. Buenos días. Please come in. Good morning. Buen día, licenciada Soto. Soy Alan Brown de la División de Los Ángeles. Good morning, Miss Soto. I'm Alan Brown from the Los Angeles Division. Gusto en conocerlo. Tome asiento, por favor. Nice to meet you. Please, take a seat. Gracias. Vengo a representar a mi división en la junta de mañana. Thank you. I came to represent my division in tomorrow's meeting. Bienvenido. Le enviaré los detalles por correo. Welcome. I will send you the information by email. Me parece perfecto. Sounds good. We just heard a nice, easy introduction. Yes. It was very typical of an introduction in Mexico. Are business cards common in introductions? Do people in Mexico still use them? Yes, they are very common. They are usually given at the end of the conversation. So that you can get in touch with anyone you want to keep in contact with. Are they ever given at the start of a meeting? That happens sometimes too. How should a business card be given? Usually with your left hand. Do you give a business card to everyone at the meeting or just the most senior? You should give a card to everyone. It would appear rude if you didn't. I presume the cards are in Spanish. That's right. If someone does business internationally, they may have a translation on the back. Okay, now on to the vocab. Let's take a look at the vocabulary from this lesson. The first word is... Pasar. To pass. Pasar. Pasar. Next we have... División. Division. División. División. Next we have... Tomar asiento. To take a seat. Tomar asiento. Tomar asiento. Next we have... Representar. To represent. Representar. Representar. Next we have... Junta. Meeting. Junta. Junta. Next we have... Por correo. By mail or email. Por correo. Por correo. Next we have... Licenciado. Mr. 
literally referring to a man with a bachelor's degree. Licenciado. Licenciado. Next we have... Licenciada. Miss, literally referring to a woman with a bachelor's degree. Licenciada. Licenciada. Next we have... Detalles. Details. Detalles. Detalles. And last... Parecer. To seem. Parecer. Parecer. Let's have a closer look at the usage of some of the words and phrases from this lesson. The first word is... Licenciado. Licenciada. A natural translation to English would be Mr. or Miss. This literally means to be licensed and refers to having at least a bachelor's degree. That's right. You use this title to be respectful to people with those degrees. You use it mainly with people in a business setting. Yes, it is a formal way to refer to someone, but you can use it in informal situations with your friends too. How do we use it in that situation? You can say lic or licenciado for men and licenciada for women. Sometimes people add the last name too in an informal setting. Can you give us an example using these words? Sure, for example, you can say el licenciado Gómez tenía una reunión con el juez y la licenciada Domínguez. Which means, Mr. Gómez had a meeting with the judge and Miss Domínguez. Okay, what's the next word? Tomar asiento. Meaning, to take a seat. Let's look at the words in this phrase. First is tomar, which means to take or to get. Then is asiento. That means a seat, a place to sit. So altogether, it means to take a seat. You can use this in both formal and informal situations. But you need to conjugate the verb correctly. Yes. If you want to use this phrase in an imperative tone, for example, the formal version is tome asiento, and informal, toma asiento. Can you give us an example using this phrase? Sure, for example, you can say, nos pidieron tomar asiento silenciosamente al entrar al teatro. Which means, they asked us to take a seat silently as we entered the theater. Okay, what's the next word? Me parece perfecto. Meaning, sounds good. What can you tell us about this phrase, Laura? First is me. This is a reflexive pronoun for the first person singular. The next word means seems. Yes, that is parece. Last is perfecto. That is perfect. It literally means seems perfect to me, but can be translated as sounds good. You can use this phrase in both formal and informal situations. Can you give us an example using this word? Sure, for example, you can say, Me parece perfecto que podamos salir temprano. Which means, it sounds good that we can go out early. Okay, now on to the lesson focus. In this lesson, you'll learn about using the formal imperative in a business setting. We use the imperative mood to tell someone to do something in a direct manner. There are commands and instructions. Now, in Spanish, there are two ways of talking regarding formality. We call them the informal and formal registers. Basically, you use the informal register when you are talking to friends or people your own age or younger, and the formal register when you are talking to someone in a position of authority or older than you. A clear example is the pronoun you. There is the informal form tú and the formal usted. Usted is usually used in business settings. It's used with people in authority. It's a form of respect. Now that you have a clear concept of what we are referring to with formal, let's talk about the imperative form. The verbs in the imperative form can be conjugated to give either an informal or a formal command. The verbs are conjugated differently depending on what form of you, tú, or usted 
you will use for that person. Let's look at the difference by using the sentence, please come in. The informal version is, pasa por favor. The formal version is, pase por favor. Let's look at another couple of sentences. First, take the initiative. Informally it is, toma la iniciativa. Formal is, tome la iniciativa. Next is, present the proposal. The informal is, presenta la propuesta. The formal version is, presente la propuesta. The last example is, send your information to this address. The informal is, envía tus datos a esta dirección. And the formal is, envíe sus datos a esta dirección. Next, we'll look at some sentence patterns that will help you navigate through your first encounters in a business setting. First is, pase a. This means, come into. Pase a la oficina. Come into the office. The next phrase is, Soy. I am. Soy Alejandro Ruiz. I'm Alejandro Ruiz. Next is, Vengo a. I'm here for. Vengo a la entrevista para el puesto de contador. I'm here for the interview for the accountant position. Next is, Soy de la división de. I'm from the division. Soy de la división de ventas. I'm from the sales division. Our last example for this lesson is, Le enviaré por correo electrónico. I will send you by email. Le enviaré mi currículum por correo. I will send you my resume by email. Pase por favor. Buenos días. Buen día, licenciada Soto. Soy Alan Brown de la División de Los Ángeles. Gusto en conocerlo. Tome asiento, por favor. Gracias. Vengo a representar a mi división en la junta de mañana. Bienvenido. Le enviaré los detalles por correo. Me parece perfecto. 